everyone, I'm Riyad Akyol and this is Dignified Resilience, a podcast on fresh narratives on confronting despair, alleviating distress, and forging ahead. In this podcast, we hear from people around the globe at all stages of life and variety of industries and learn how to channel dignified resilience to survive, feed the soul to heal, and connect with others through inspiring compassionate actions and behavior. At the same time, I aim to grow a global conversation that seeks to better acknowledge different sociocultural perspectives on meaningfully weathering life's adversities and achieving well-being. Here is a noble and humane invitation for surpassing our old selves by learning about and from other people's moving forces and limitations for successfully overcoming affliction and ache. Remember, we have different lives, distinct pathways, cultures, and contexts, but we can find common ground in supporting dignified resilience anywhere. So let's go then. Hello to everyone again. This is Riada. It's our first episode as an introduction to what's coming up. I hope that wherever you are listening to this right now, you are healthy, safe, strong, grateful, and holding on to your loved ones. I see you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. You are not alone. I say this because as a journalist, a Bosniak woman, coming from a community of Europe's indigenous Muslim population, I know very well the importance of having a voice heard, being seen or getting help during a tough time. My people endured so much pain throughout our history, including the latest genocide that happened between 92 and 95. But it's also that hurtful repetition of events that has made me stronger and also made me proud and often astonished about the beautiful resilience of my family, friends, community. You'll hear a lot about Bosnian and Bosniak resilience in this podcast. But it will not be just about them. At a time of a dangerous, lethal global pandemic, this is about all of us, and how we can help each other out, or what we can learn to push through this thing together. Better, smoother, or a bit easier, at least. It's worth reminding that different cultures offer more than one impetus to human drive to preserve dignity and build resilience in the worst and best moments in one's life. Regardless, in those tough times when we all experience some hardship, it is our reaction to it, or something of value that others offer to us in that moment when we need it the most, which can impact our future immensely. And right now, when many experts agree that life as most people knew it cannot fully return, certainly so until we get a vaccine, while we try to understand how to continue, I feel we need to hear about hope. I offer you conversations about dignified resilience as a possibility that we can all aspire to build, manifest to inspire, and uplift to celebrate. I imagine this podcast as a combination of personal insights, some extraordinary human stories, and fascinating research. Throughout, together, we will innovatively explore and link two powerful concepts, dignity and resilience, that matter to us all. I did not arrive at this expression on the spur of the moment. 
It happened after a deep consideration of what I thought might be the most poised response for myself and my fellow community after the Nobel Prize in Literature was shamefully awarded in December 2019 to Austrian writer Peter Hanke, a denier of the Bosnian genocide. This highly prized legitimization of the denial of the horrific human slaughter came as a particularly disquieting news to all those who acknowledge the unquestionability of the extensively documented and internationally established facts. Many Bosnian Muslims are still searching for the remains of their loved ones. For myself, like for many fellow Bosnians, that period at the end of last year circumstantially turned into one of a renewed, deliberate self-inspection. In the weeks up to the infamous ceremony award, the diversity of individual responses by friends of Bosnia or the survivors of the Bosnian genocide reflected the multitudes of pain. It also affirmed the varieties of approaches for coping with the old vulnerabilities, while at the same time receiving a new punch to post-traumatic fragilities. So, propelled by the conscientious burden and considering the self-imposed responsibility to continue contributing to protecting the historical truth about Bosnian genocide, I arrived at the idea of dignified resilience. It resonated perfectly with what I realized so many people around me, starting from my family and community, had consciously or unknowingly already exhibited throughout the years and situations. I first publicly voiced the term in a foreign policy interview as my suggestions and description of a set of actions that Bosnians might do to constructively move forward. It was also the start of my more extensive research and personal transformation as well, one that allows me to be both more vulnerable and brave at the same time. And so now this horrible pandemic just made me even more aware of the importance of both resilience and dignity, whether it's living or dying with it. In my family, like in many yours, there are people with compromised immune systems. A close member has successfully overcome a mild version of COVID, fortunately, and my close family members in Sarajevo currently work in the health sector either as doctors in hospitals, in health management, or in local pharmacies. I check in with them daily and think of them frequently, as I do with other cousins and friends everywhere. In general, so far, the pandemic made me fear a little less, if I may dare to say, to face my own fears and also to push forward this project idea that I had wanted to realize anyway, just maybe in different circumstances or with more preparation or confidence. I am not waiting anymore. Bear with me. That said, in this podcast, we will confront some increasingly troubling threats and other well-enduring traumas in today's world. The experiences of dehumanization, alienation, online and offline bullying, tribalism, authoritarianism, ethno-religious bigotry, war. But we will also talk about art and music and fashion and humor and God and kindness and love and all sorts of things that will help us understand from what sources and values do different people facing challenge draw strength from 
what makes them going and how do they channel fear into action that ends up being helpful, inspiring? What is behind those people who, even when facing adversity with often little resources, continue forward guided by self-worth? How do they elevate from suffering and often intended humiliation to moral triumph with grace? We'll learn together. Additionally, to widen the horizons of both struggle and the potential to grow from it, I collect and share some perspectives about the self and well-being from a cross-cultural perspective beyond Western assumptions, all while amplifying human voices and stories that are maybe not sufficiently heard or acknowledged in the mainstream media in the West. My aim is a more complete picture of reality, one that includes different profiles and circumstances and countries. We'll get to know each other better, all through fresh stories and a variety of places. Throughout my professional life, as I slowly started drifting away from my initial academic aspirations and PhD thesis on Clash of Civilizations nonetheless, Towards more journalistic research and writing, it became clear to me how much the storytelling mattered. Whether I learned, whether I wrote, whether I listened, whether I just tried to be more humble. I remain thankful for all opportunities I've so far gained to share different kinds of stories with wider audiences on some of the world's most prominent media platforms and thus shed new light on topics that I find both pertinent and personally important about politics, gender, and religion. Along the way, I've also understood the personal necessity of spiritual fulfillment and spiritual grounding, as I keep discovering the basis that offers the strongest support for continuous building of my own dignified resilience. As a woman, as a parent, as a Muslim in today's world, This podcast is another step on that journey of self-discovery, a manifestation of my commitment towards learning and creating meaningful content, and also an invitation to grow and connect with you. Let me tell you a little anecdote. In 2013, I lived in Istanbul, Turkey with my Turkish husband, Mustafa, who is a scholar of Islam and author of several books related to freedom and our religion. And... When I accompanied him on his book tour for Islam Without Extremes, uh, the book that was published around that time in the United States, we visited more than 20 cities and dozen states in about 30 days. So I bought a small Sony camcorder and a microphone, but that turned out to be a really bad one. Maybe I'll publish at least snippets of my own recorded observations from those fun visits from a few years ago. Some were emotional remarks, some were heated observations and conversations, but all of them remain precious regardless. I bought that equipment in 2013 because I was curious and excited, personally and professionally. But beyond that, I created a purpose for myself, not just to store memories that would be available for our kids to watch one day, but also to record some valuable testimonies of Mostly beautiful human connections made between people and strangers of different faiths, convictions, political perspectives, and all of those who gathered around a book or idea of freedom. I've tried to stay true to that mission of being the connector or connecting people. And so here it is, 
seven years later, with a little better camera and microphone, but still with a lot of space to grow, which you will allow because the world is falling apart, kind of. I'm coming back or coming out with my first self-produced podcast project that, again, I'm so excited about. In terms of logistics, let's mention that this podcast will have a mixed and flexible format. Sometimes it will be that of a non-fictional storytelling. Sometimes it will be solo format with my personal insights and exquisite things that I have researched or found out. I promise that it will be informational. I hope it will be fun as well. We will have at least one episode per week, but maybe we'll have some bonus ones too. I can't have live or face-to-face conversations at the moment because I respect social distancing and we want to help save lives. But we'll have Zoom interviews with plenty of incredibly interesting people from all branches of life in many countries from around the world. We will better understand how we are similar to each other rather than how much we are different. I will record and post the audios that should be available on major podcast platforms as well as videos on my YouTube channel. Of course, if the participants allow or agree. Remember, we have different lives, distinct pathways, cultures and contexts, but we can find common ground in promoting dignified resilience anywhere. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe now, invite your friends and again... I can't wait to connect and have these conversations with you. Stay well and hold tight to those you love.